Blog Talk Radio. Hey y'all, it's Chad Bearden and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. I'm trying to remember someone I can't forget. Like a song I don't know that I can't get out of my Hi, listeners, and welcome to another edition of Weekdays with Murph. Uh, today on the show, we welcome super talented singer-songwriter Andy Ross. We'll um, talk with Andy about his career, music, and, and anything he's working on that uh, he can talk about. Uh, um, this is going to be fun. Now, before I bring Andy on, I have to give a big shout-out to uh, to uh, uh, my buddies over at uh, Core PR. Uh, 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 specifically my friend Anna, for uh, helping to set this up today. Uh, so with that being said, let's go ahead and welcome uh, the incredibly talented Mr. Uh, uh, Andy Ross to the show. Hey, Andy, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Happy to be here, and I'm also an Anna fan, so uh, that's good giving her a shout-out. <laughs> uh, I've worked with Anna a few times in the past, and she's always been great, you know. Yeah, she's wonderful. She does a great job over there at uh, Burning Ground and Core, and she's really uh, done a lot of good work for us. We really appreciate her. Absolutely. So, uh, 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 before I get into uh, what I had for you today, uh, um, just kind of uh, introduce yourself and uh, and tell the listeners – Hey, you got into the business in the first place. Well, fantastic. Thanks for the opportunity. I, uh, you know, I've been very blessed to turn a lot of my passions into, into success. And, you know, really one, one adventures just rolled into the next. I, uh, I had a TV show for 10 years on outdoor TV called maximum archery world tour. I bow hunted the world on outdoor TV, uh, sportsman's channel, pursuit network, uh, the outdoor channel, and, um, you know, we, we did a little music on the show. We thought it would be fun to do some music. I could play and write a little bit and wrote some, uh, some hunting songs, Gotta Go Hunting Blues and, book, you know, Blood Trail on a Whitetail, Hunt Me Down. And uh, really was just, just for fun. And uh, the digital world came around and iTunes and, and file sharing. And next thing I knew, I had songs that were, that were really getting some, some ears out there and and uh, some distribution and, and uh, kind of going viral. And that just led into some other artists wanting to write with me, and Nashville took notice. And the next thing I knew, I was in Nashville, Tennessee, making a record. Um, proud to say we're working on our fourth record as we speak. And then I had a song called American Rebel uh, in 2015, which became a patriotic anthem. And uh, we decided to build a brand around it. We built a, a brand of products around it and worked real hard for – for many, many years to get that company going. And as of February of this year, we're now a publicly traded company on NASDAQ. So it, uh, you know, it started with a passion and, and uh, kind of a hobby and turned into a serious show and turned into a music career and turned into a company. So just hard work, kept our head down and don't look up and, and uh, you know, preach our story and, and uh, live our words. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, uh, I know you mentioned Nashville. Well, well, uh, I'll be in Nashville this weekend, actually. Well, what brings you to town? The the 
uh, Josie Music Awards are in town, and I'm nominated. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Well, congratulations. So, uh, thank you. Uh, I'll be in town for that, and and the good thing is uh, I actually have family that lives about probably 20 minutes outside of the city, so so I don't have to have to uh, spend uh, spend money in a hotel. I can just uh, <laughs> I can crash with my aunt. <laughs> well, uh, that's always good and bad getting to stay with family. You know, I uh, I've lived here for about 14 years and uh, absolutely love it. I, I kind of live in a high rise downtown. I'm kind of in the middle of all that's uh, going on here in Nashville. But I, I travel a lot. I'm mm-hmm. on the road playing music a lot. I'm on the road for business a lot. I'm back in Kansas City. Um, so I'm, I'm in town about, about six months out of the year and on the road about six months a year. Nice. Uh, uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nashville is like my absolute favorite city in this world. I've been, uh, I've been going, I've been going back and forth to Nashville just, 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 uh, 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 visit the city and see, and see it grow, you know, or whatever. I've been going back and forth probably the last 20 or so years. So I'm, I'm pretty well uh, averse in the going zone of Nashville. <laughs> yeah, well, darn near a local. Um, you've seen all this growth, <laughs> and I was counting the other day out my uh, out my window. Um, I can count out my living room here. I can count 14 cranes out there that are all uh, all uh, you know working in new new construction out there. So it's yeah. it's growing like wow. crazy around here. That is crazy. Uh, okay, so. Uh, uh, I did want to ask you this: uh, if uh, if you weren't in the uh, entertainment business at all, what would you be doing right now? If I wasn't in the business that I am, what would I be doing right now? Well, um, you know, I, I I do enjoy working with my hands. I love working with animals. Um, I just, I honestly, man, I never ever even thought about it because I've just been. Um, you know, I've just rolled into one thing after the next, after the next, and it just it just feels, um, you know, it feels like if, if we just keep working hard and work on and follow our passions that we're, um, you know, it, it, it's long hours and real tired at the end of the day, but at the same time, it don't really feel like work. We're building, uh, we're building America's patriotic brand, and I consider it a privilege to get to do it. Um, I'm not answering your question very well, and I apologize for that, but. Uh, I just can't. I just can't imagine doing anything else. Oh, I totally get that. Uh, you know, that's the same way with me and this podcast. I started this podcast uh, ten years ago with absolutely zero experience, and and now we're over uh, six hundred episodes deep, and 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 I'm loving every minute of it. You know. Absolutely. Well, congratulations. It's uh I've I've heard about the podcast and listened to it a few times and and have enjoyed it very much and I'm happy to be on it today. I will appreciate that and 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 I'll tell you this right now and I'll say it too uh at the very end of the interview, but uh if there's ever anything that I can do for you, I don't care what it is, um don't ever hesitate to reach out. Oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. You you can't have enough friends in this world. I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely, 100%. Uh, uh, So, uh, 
I did want to ask you this too. Uh, if you could go back and and change one thing about your career to this point, would you? And uh, what would it be? Wow, that's a great question. Um, if I could go back and and change things a little bit, I probably would have taken my education a little more seriously. Now, going back quite a few years, um, may not have done the TV show for quite as long as I did. I was traveling seven, eight months a year for 10 years and uh, might have pulled that to the curb a little sooner. Um, Would have probably probably enjoyed a, uh, you know, tried to slow down and just in, in, enjoy things uh, a little, a little more. You know, I, 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 I go back to the TV show. We, you know, we did, uh, as we've said, you know, for 10 years. And I mean, I bow hunted the world. We were in New Zealand and, and Mozambique and Zimbabwe and of course, Mexico and the Yukon, Alaska, and all the, you know, all the great hunting States here in the United States, but we never, we never slowed down to see any of it. I mean, we flew in, we'd get in a small plane, sometimes fly into a hunting camp, land on a river, you know, back in, back to the major airport and out. And, uh, you know, to have been in places like New Zealand and places like that and not said, hey, why don't we take two or three days on the end of this thing and, and uh, see some of this world. But we were, we were focused and young and just headstrong to get to the next camp and get the next episode made and, and uh, you know, we we could have probably slowed down a little bit. I totally understand that. I mean, I mean, uh, I'm the same type of person. I mean, I'm always, I'm always looking forward to that next thing, that that next interview or the next whatever it may be. That that I'm, I'm the same way. Uh, I barely take time to 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 uh, slow down and uh, and smell the roses, so to speak. You know. Yeah. Exactly. You, you just, uh, I, I, I could name enough, I could name so many places I've been in my life that I think, you know, most people would say, wow, that's, that's pretty, pretty amazing. You've been to all those places, but I probably couldn't sit down and, and, you know, tell you 10 minutes of story, <laughs> uh, or some of the right. sites I've seen, or you think I would have photo albums and, um, but you know, we were just, we were just trying to, to, you know, make 23 episodes uh, 13 episodes to 23 episodes a year. And, uh, we were just focused on getting to the next place and next place. But, uh, you know, you can't, you can't look back. You can't have any regret. It was a blessing to get to do, um, you know, to, you don't know what other opportunity you might've missed had you done things different. So it's really hard to say, I wish I would have done that and wish I would have done this. Cause, um, I gotta be honest. I'm, 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 pretty happy and excited about where I stand today. So if I'd have changed anything, I may not be standing here today. And I'm, I'm pretty fortunate to be here. I get that completely. Uh, so, uh, um, this is always, a always, a a pretty big question. Uh, I ask this to pretty much everybody. Uh, when everything's said and done with your career, 20, 30 years down the road, whenever that might be, uh, what impact or legacy would you like to leave in the music industry? Well, I'll answer that with, with two answers. First of all, on the company side, American Rebel, uh, we're building America's patriotic brand. I would like to, to leave that legacy. I would like, I would like for America's patriotic brand to continue, um, you know, 50, 100 years after I'm gone and be a lifestyle brand and, 
and uh, you know, and and uh, be something that I, you know, that I'd be proud of to leave behind that my kids would be proud of to uh, to say their dad founded that company. Um, Music-wise, you know, I'm out there playing my brand of uh, country, uh, patriotic country rock and roll, and and I've been able to get songs and stuff kind of on charts without much help um, and playing songs that maybe don't fit into the uh, the normal top 40 country box. So to get a song that, um, you know, if you're not following the recipe and make some serious noise with it um, is quite an accomplishment. And at the end of my music career, uh, like I said, we're recording the fourth album right now. You know, I'd like to leave a catalog of music behind uh, that when uh, someone plays it back and they hear it, they say, that's that's got to be Andy Ross. Um, you know, I've, I've never tried to come out and claim that I'm the most talented player or the most talented singer. Um, you know, I, I would not win the voice, I can promise you. Um, but no one does Andy Ross songs like, like, like I do. And that's, that's what I'm most proud of is that I have a, I have a brand of music and a style of music and, uh, people dig it. People show up to see us live. They, they scream and holler and put their hands in the air and they love it and they love the music and, uh, it's uniquely me. So that's what I'm most proud of. And I got a chance to, to uh, check out some uh, some of your stuff recently, and and dude, I love it. You know. Well, thank you. And and I'm a sucker for uh, 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 for music that has a, a good message, whether that's a patriotic message, whether that's uh, uh, a motivational message. I'm a sucker for that type of music. Sure, a heartfelt message, uh, a good, uh, a good, a good motivational message. Like you said, um, you know, you want music to move you, right? You want to, you want to listen to a song and say, I feel a little different, you know, right now than I did before the song came on. You want, you want a movie, you know, if you go to to the movies, you want a movie to move you. You want a a sermon if you go to a a, a sermon at church. You want to be moved. If you listen to music, you want to be moved. You want to be, you know. Make it excite, make you excited, make you mad, make you happy, make you energetic, but you want to be moved. And uh, music is a great tool to do that. And songs definitely have to have to provide that for you to be good songs, in my opinion. So I agree with you a hundred percent. Absolutely. Uh, uh, and and like I said, that's some of my favorite music. Whether that's country, whether it's uh, uh, whether it's R and B, whether it's whatever genre music yeah. it is. If it's got um, a good uplifting message to it, I'm there for it. You know. You bet. Yeah, I want I want something that's going to make me laugh, make me cry, make me smile, make my toes tap. But it better do something to me. That's that's right. what the song's supposed to do. It's supposed to touch you, pull on some exactly. heartstrings. Right. Exactly. Uh, and and as a music fan. Uh, I'm pretty much all over the map with 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 the stuff I like. As I mentioned earlier, I, I listen to country, I listen to rock, I listen to a little bit of pop, I listen to uh, 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 pretty much everything uh, that, that that you can think of. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> I say this all the time. Uh, uh, 
uh, I listen to anything once, twice if I like it. <laughs> Good point. So, I, mean, I grew I mean, up. Uh, uh, go ahead. I was going to say I, I grew up. You know, I had uh, I had an older brother and an older sister. My sister's five years older than me, and my brother's six years older than me. So. When I was, when I was, uh, you know, when they were beginning to be teenagers, you know, I was six and seven years old, and you know, my kid, my my friends at school were listening to, I don't know, the Partridge Family, and I was listening to Fleetwood Mac and the Eagles and Bob Seger, and because um, I listened to what my my older brother and sister listened to because they were, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they got to control the record player in the house, so. I got to listen to a lot of great music maybe earlier than, than a lot of my friends that didn't have much older brothers and sisters. And, uh, I kind of grew up with that. I, I love the black crows. Um, I love the, the, I love country, more of the classic country probably fits me a little better. I'm, I'm a little older. Um, you know, I will say that, uh, you know, the, the, now rap music, that's kind of like a good candy bar. You, uh, you open it up and, uh, eat the candy bar and throw away the wrapper. But uh, that's just my opinion. <laughs> fair point. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, all that music you mentioned earlier, like uh, uh, Fleetwood Mac, uh, uh, people like like uh, uh, the Eagles and all that stuff, I'm a huge fan of that era. 70s music, I absolutely love it. Yeah, right there. I'm right there with you. If that, if I had to pick one, I sure wouldn't want to have to just pick one. But uh, if I was limited to one for some reason, that would be my my era: Bob Seger, Hart, Fleetwood mm-hmm. Mac, uh, all the stuff that, that that came out of that era for sure. Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. I mean, I mean, uh, and I grew up in a house uh, where where where, uh, 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 like you said, uh, music was literally everywhere. I mean, I mean, uh, I joke all the time. I say, if there's ever a day that music is not playing, is not playing in this house, something's wrong with me. Yep. Well, um, there's no reason it shouldn't. I'd much rather have the music going than have the TV squawking in the background. That's for sure. Oh, I'm the same way. A TV. Yeah, that was uh, that was the cool. I, Go ahead. Um, I was just gonna say, uh, TV. I can take or leave the TV. I mean, it's barely on at my house, so, uh, so I totally get that. Yeah. Now the the thing that was really cool. I don't know, uh, you know, what generation you grew up in, but when I was a young teenager, when uh, you know, MTV came out back when it used to be all music videos. And that was, right. even though they played a lot of the same videos repetitively, you know, over and over throughout the day, that was kind of the cool thing about MTV was you could turn it on and then you could just do whatever you wanted to do and you had it playing in the background. And if a, a new video or one of your favorite videos came on, you know, you could stop what you were doing and check it out. But it was it was great, great background, you know, uh, bait, you know, for your day to have that going. It was it was pretty cool when it first came out. Of course, we'd never seen anything okay. like it, right? So, to get to see our, yeah. to get to see these rock and roll stars, like I mean, before music video and before the internet, you know, you didn't even really know what they looked like, except 
the occasional, right. you know, monthly magazine that was at the, you know, on the rack at the grocery store and a couple still pictures, but um, to be able to, you know, to see what they, to see what everybody looked, looked like without actually going to the concert in the beginning was really cool. Of course, now I'm talking pre-internet and people are probably listening going, what are these old guys talking about? <laughs> oh, trust me. Uh, I was born uh, in the late 80s. Uh, uh, so I know what you're talking about. Trust me. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so uh, and uh, I, I grew up a 90s music fan, and 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 to me, the 70s and the 90s, um, two of the best music, uh, uh, best music periods ever. You know, the 90s. Um, it's funny you say that because the 80s. You know, the 80s got really far away from the 70s with kind of the hair band stuff. I mean, it was really different. And the 90s kind of reeled back in. It's funny you say that the 70s and the 90s, because a lot of that 90s music was 70s, was really influenced more from the 70s than it was the 80s. The 80s right, kind of went right, exactly. out there a ways. And that, uh, <laughs> yeah, they did. you know, some of that early 90s music. And then you had the grunge scene, of course, which was something completely different as well. Um, yeah, but it was, uh, but it was, it was really, uh, it was really good to see music come around. I liked it all. I liked the, I liked the eighties. I liked the hair bands. I liked the seventies. I, I liked the grunge, you know, I mean, every, everything that they were, they were feeding us back then. Uh, some I liked better than others, but I liked it all. Right. Uh, um, I've got a, uh, a couple more questions for you then I think we're going to, uh, let you go and let you get get uh, back to your day. But uh, uh, professionally speaking, what's the best thing that's ever happened to you? Professionally speaking, best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, professionally, now we're talking. We're not talking kids and and uh, things like that. We're talking professional. I would have to say, um, looking back, especially in the last fifteen years. Um, I was in a, uh, I was in Nashville. I wasn't living here, and I was at a bar here in town called Losers. And the Davison brothers mm-hmm. were in there. They'd celebrated their uh, new album. They'd finished their new album, and they were out celebrating. And they had a producer with them, um, who who's not a not a big stay out guy, but he will he will go for for one or two with you um, if there's a good reason. And his name was Doug Growl, and he was their producer. And they wanted to write with me. They were big fans of my show, and they, and they really, uh, uh, you know, they were excited to meet me, and I was excited to meet them. I mean, it was really a fun night. But they wanted to write, and when we wrote one, they said, why don't you let our producer, Doug Growl, uh, record it? Uh, let him help you in the studio. And uh, I did, and then Doug uh, later thought maybe we should go ahead and make a, a, a record because the, the music started getting a lot of traction on iTunes and stuff. So Doug asked me to come back, make a record. And then we decided to build a brand around our, our music. And I became the CEO and, and, and he became the president. We were both founders and he's been my, my partner in a big, big part, both with my music and my business. So, you know, for the last 12 plus years. So I would have to say that the question was, something that really big and important happened to me professionally. It was probably the, the, the day I met Doug Growl and uh, he 
decided to help me uh, chase my American dream. Nice. Uh, now, I know you said you're you're in the process of working on your fourth album. Uh, um, um, do we have a, have a uh, release date yet, or is that still being talked about? Does it have a what? A uh, release date, or is that still a bit? That's still being talked about. Yeah, you know the the things really uh, things have really changed here. It used to be you would you would finish an album and you would release the album and then you would start release, releasing singles off the album. Now what everybody's doing is they'll finish a song or two on the album and release a single while they're still working on the album. And by the time the whole album comes out you may have already released two or three singles off of it. They call it the waterfall effect. Um, and cause you're, you're just dripping out, you know, a songs as you're finishing the album. But, uh, as far as the whole album being completed and done, um, I would say somewhere between, uh, somewhere around March. Okay. Nice. Uh, we've already released all American it. heart off of the album. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm looking forward to that, and I'll I'll definitely check that out. Perfect. Uh, uh, one more question, and I think we're gonna uh, wrap things up. Uh, uh, is there anything that we uh, we uh, uh, haven't talked about today that you'd like to discuss? Um, you know, I I just. Uh, you know, like would like to encourage everyone who you know to ch- put their head down and chase their American dream, whatever that is. If if that's uh, in 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 cooking or uh, being the best grandma you can be, or or making a song, or having a podcast, or uh, you know uh, uh, being a good uh, coach for your for a little league team, whatever it is that makes you happy, pursue it. And uh, I also I'm a man of faith, so. Uh, if you happen to uh, 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 are a, a person of faith, uh, you know it, it, it's always good to get up and get your your week started right with maybe a good good uh, church service. But uh, you know, chase your American dream. Be the best you can. Don't think for two seconds that a smile and a hug doesn't go a long way with a lot of with people. And uh, be kind and be uh, too blessed to be stressed and too grateful to be hateful. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, um, this has been fun. Uh, 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 thank you again for doing this today. I'm happy that I'll be back anytime. You let Anna know, and you can count on me. I'll be there. Absolutely. Uh, uh, uh I was just gonna say, uh, you're you're uh, more than welcome back anytime. Perfect. Well, I hope I hope I'm back soon, and uh, you uh, keep up the good work, and I look forward to talking to you in the future. All right, buddy. I'll uh, I'll I'll let you go and let you get about your evening. But but uh, thank you again for doing this. This has been been fun. It's been my pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. All right, bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our interview with uh, the super talented Mister uh, Andy Ross. Uh, you know. As I alluded to earlier, uh, 
for the first time in two years, your boy's going to Nashville this weekend. And I am so beyond excited, I cannot wait. Uh, but 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 anyway, that's that's neither uh, here nor there. But uh, I did want to mention uh, too uh, before I get out of here that that yes, I am working on something uh, uh, for next week, and and as soon as I know something, uh, uh, you'll know it on on social media. Uh, so I think with that, um, I think I'm gonna uh, end the episode right here. Uh, you've been listening to uh, uh, Weekdays with Mark. Thank you and goodbye. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 